Cameron rules Ray number four, I think. Timmy's getting angry. And she's a whore. Stop making the American people part of your experiment. Leaves a week. Fucking leaves a week. I did not hit her. It's not true. It's bullshit. I did not hit her. I did not. Oh, hi, Mark. Welcome back <laughs> to the very serious and yes. final episode of Definitely the serious. life of Caligula. Yes. So we've talked about plays, we've talked about portents, we've talked about messages from various gods or whatever, but fuck it, Caligula, for whatever reason, doesn't pick up on it, and he's going to go to the play anyway. So this is the last day of the eight days of the Palatine Games. Right. Caligula, according to our sources, entered the temporary theatre constructed at the front of his palace on the Palatine Hill, in the morning, when it was already crowded, he likes to make a grand entrance. Everyone was there. Right. He was in a good mood. Yeah. Hey, hey. But there's no special seating right. in this tent. It's every man for himself. So there are senators and slaves and men and women all jumbling around, bumping into each other, yeah. doing the old sneaky reach around. Yeah. And this seems to have made him happy. Yeah. According to the sources, he loved it. Loved the chaos yeah. of all of Rome here together to celebrate the games. Well, I think he just wants to let his hair down. Let's celebrate. Let's have fun. And if you were Caligula at this point, would you want to sit next to a bunch of senators? Fuck them. They're trying to kill me. The common people is what I'm all about. Surround myself with the common people who love me because I'm not going after them like I am the senators. And so, yeah, it's a good, hopefully sunny day, and this is the climax of the of the Palatine Games. Let's just have some fun. So the day started off with, as, as I don't know about you, but how I like to start <laughs> my day, uh, particularly my birthday. It's kind of a bit of a, bit of a thing. Right. I'm not sure if you do this in the US, but it's a bit of a thing in Australia. Sure. It's been a... Long tradition in my family. Uh, he started the day by sacrificing a flamingo. Yeah, that sounds right. In honour of Augustus, according to Josephus, which seems to confirm that the games were in honour of Augustus, not hmm. the Battle of the Alia from 390 BCE, as you were trying to tell me in the last episode. But anywho, okay. maybe... All, and all just the last day it was uh, some sort of special yeah. celebration to Augustus. Yeah. I find it wise never to question Wikipedia. Please, please continue. When he slit the bird's throat. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Don't stop. Don't stop. Almost. Blood uh, spurted out. Yeah, and it... <laughs> Splattered, depending on uh, the source, yeah. either his own toga right. and or that of Senator Publius Nonius Asprenus. Yes. Who had been consul in 38. So every... Which... Yes. Sorry. Turns out Asprenus eh, <laughs> may have regretted sitting that close to the action. Yeah. 
So next time you see a flamingo being gutted, take two steps back. I think it's going to make the rest of your day go better. You'll see. Do you know why it's called a flamingo, Ray? Mm, it's, it's flashy. It likes to dance. No, I don't know why. Comes from the Portuguese or Spanish flamingo, meaning flame-coloured. Ooh, I like that. The Greek name for it is phenicopterus, which literally means blood-red feathered. Ooh. So there you go. Nice. Now, I get it. Publius Nonius Asprenus wanted a good photo for Instagram, <laughs> so we wanted to get up as close as possible. I mean, he was known for being the Instagram sacrifice guy. Right. If he went up to his Instagram feed, it was just oh, full of blood right. spurting everywhere. Flamingos, geese, uh, cows, right. horses, Bulls. dogs, cats. Yeah, yeah you yeah. name it. He's your guy. If you're into blood splatter porn, yeah. <laughs> Asprenus was your guy. Turns out this particular day it was yeah. the worst decision yeah. And the final decision good call. of his life. Yeah. yeah, good point. Yeah. Now, Ray, you've sprayed bodily liquids <laughs> on your own clothes and the clothes of others before. Did it in between shows. Yeah. <laughs> we were talking about the bear and I just got... Anyway, please continue. Please continue. Has anyone ever had their head cut off as a result? Um, no. And that's not from a lack of trying, but... But no. Now, after the sacrifice, Caligula sat down with his friends and according to the sources, the consul Pomponius Secundus sat at his feet and they were eating and drinking and being fucking merry. Yeah. Now, (laughs) Mary Mary didn't mind. She was used to being (laughs) fucked by a god. Yeah, it's good times. You know what? Let, let all the you kill me, I kill you, he said, she said, just let's take a day off from that and let's just have fun. Let's honor Augustus and let's honor where we are and let's just have some fucking fun. Like no one is going to try and kill him on a day when they're honoring Augustus right. at the Palatine Games. This is that the, would be like the last day. The Pope right. giving orders to assassinate uh, the Medici brothers uh, in the middle of the Duomo on a Sunday church service. <laughs> uh, you know, that would never happen. Yeah, doesn't stand to reason. Yeah. But again, yeah. he's in a good mood. Fruit had been passed around the spectators and it attracted hundreds of exotic birds. Surprisingly, none of them put off by the fact that the flamingo had just had its throat <laughs> cut live on stage. I, uh, well, yeah, I'm not going over there. Ex- yeah. Exotic birds would be like, really? How much are we getting paid for this shit? Seriously? Do you see what, what just happened to Barry? I, he was just, <laughs> yeah, just, I was just talking to Barry. He was of- excited about... The game tonight, and yeah, yeah. You know, now his blood's all over Asprenas's toga. Well, they, they cut him from ne- know, neck to nuts. I mean, I'm out of here. <laughs> I don't think so. But some of the people yeah. were trying to run around and capture these birds, which I'm sure they were failing and falling down, and people are laughing and they're drinking. This is just a party atmosphere. Good for them. One of the people there was the future historian and consul Cluvius Rufus. <laughs> Name. He was uh, from uh, Louisiana, yeah. I think. Uh, had one tooth. <laughs> Liked to play a bit of uh, bit of this. 
Hand bone, hand bone, where you been? <laughs> I don't know. I feel dirty now. Oh, fucking get to it. Fuck's sake, you guys! Just kiss already. No wonder you lost. No, no wonder you lost the fucking war. <laughs> this is foreplay. Daddy said, I'm the yeah. best kisser in the whole family. <laughs> That's wrong. Anyway, so Cluvius. Cluvius. Cluvius Rufus. Now, yeah. I said he was a future historian. <clears throat> None of his work survives, unfortunately. Aww. But right. we know he was a primary source for Tacitus. Oh, wow. Suetonius. Josephus and Plutarch. So it was a big deal. He's a big deal. He he was a big deal. Nice. And he was there at the party. Now, he was allegedly approached by another high-ranking senator who asked if he'd heard about the conspiracy. And he <laughs> went, whoa, ixnay <laughs> oh, the conspiracy. Yeah. <laughs> He apparently replied with the words of Homer, Be silent, sir, lest some other of the Achaeans hear the report. Yeah. But you again, you've got to think that by this time, rumors are rife in Rome about something's going to happen to the senators, something's going to happen to Caligula. I mean, who knows how, how, how portentous this really is, this moment really is, if it happened at all. If. If rumors are that rife, how do they not get back to Caligula? Yeah. And how and, and, and how is he like turning up to this thing at all? Yeah. I mean, I know he, we said in the last episode he was planning on leaving, getting the fuck out of Dodge. Suitcase was packed. Uh, he was going to Alexandria like the next day. He was like, right. I'm done. Yeah, that's uh, fuck all y'all. And he's relaxed. Uh, May- but ooh, I don't know, ooh, man. I, maybe, I, I'd already be gone. Maybe he's in a good mood because he knows he's leaving soon. Fuck y'all, I'm out of here. So maybe he's in a good mood knowing he's about to put Rome in his rearview mirror. But he's still got to get through the day. He's like... Let me go Cause I believe in our jet plane Don't know when I'll be back again Oh, babe, I hate to go No, I don't but fuck all you all, I'm out of here. I hope you all die from a bear. <laughs> As he rapes your ass. 
<laughs> anyway, hour three. <laughs> <laughs> now, this whole thing about uh, Cluvius saying, be silent, sir. Um Maybe he just made this up yeah. in his history to make himself sound like a badass. Well, you know, <laughs> on the day of the assassination, you wouldn't believe people were coming up to me, and I was like, "Shh, exnay, expressy," like, uh, like I was in on it. Oh, oh yeah, was I in on it? Oh, I knew about it. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I was the main guy. Be honestly, I like you know. Yeah. Now, as I said, Caligula was in the habit of leaving the theatre in the middle of the day, shit, shower, shave, eat some lunch, <laughs> costume change, come back dressed as Bowie. Right. You know, he would come back as, uh, you know, he'd start the day with thin white Duke Bowie. Right. Um, come back as Ziggy Stardust. Big encore, last second. second like, people fucking loved it. He had the red hair, the lightning bolt oh. down his face. Face, the oh. uh, Izzy, the Izzy Miyagi, big fucking weirdo Japanese suits, right. licking Mick Ronson, getting on his knees and fellating <laughs> Mick Ronson's golden Les Paul. Um, the whole thing, he had it down pat. People loved it. Huge hit. People could wait. Now, the scheme of the conspirators right. was to attack him in one of the narrow passages that led from the theatre to the palace because it would be hard for his entire guard to defend him. There's like 200,000 guys in the Praetorian Guard by now and it's very hard to get there. And, of course, the guys that are leading the attack portion of this are in his guard. Right. Uh, How many of the guard were in on it, we don't know. But for some reason on this particular day, Caligula didn't go to lunch. Eh, maybe it was the last day. Maybe he, you know, he was going to Alexandria the next day and he wasn't. He was like, you know what? My, it's my last day ever yeah. in Rome. Yeah. I'm just going to fuck it. I'm, I'm not going to get changed into the Ziggy Stardust <laughs> thing. They've seen that before. Right. I'm just, I'm just going to, yeah, just yeah. going to sit here, going to enjoy right. the mood, the, the merriment. Right. The bears, the blood <laughs> everywhere. Right. I might grab exotic birds and just cut their throats. I like. I'm just hey, today. I'm. It's gonna be a me day. It's gonna have a me day. It's a down day. It's like I don't know if it's like I was on lockdown. I'm just gonna chill the fuck out now. Yeah. This is fucking up the very plan that they want to do. In fact, Correa is so anxious, he goes to the exit to get ready. But like you said, as in every good drama movie, there's this unexpected problem. What, oh the fuck, are they going to do now? Mm. So Correa's walking for the exit, Correa, and Finicianus, according to Josephus, starts to follow him to tell him to be bold. Yes. Which suggests that Finicianus is the one pulling the strings here. He's going to take control of the situation. Right. But, according to Josephus, Caligula grabs hold of Finicianus's toga mm. and tells him to sit the fuck back down. <clears throat> right. And so... Stop Vinic- being so finicky, right. anus, he says... <laughs> And get sit down. You're blocking my view with a bear going after this guy. So 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 Vinicianus has to play it off. He sits down. So again, as far as we know, Caligula does not suspect anything. Now, ironically, it was 
Asprenus, the, the the guy who was trying to get a good photo of the uh, flamingo, flamingo for his Instagram account, <laughs> who convinces Caligula to leave. Oh, he's like, yeah. man, what are you doing? What, you, you should be in Ziggy costume by now. Caligula's like, ah, People I've decided I'm not going to do that. He goes, come on, yeah, man, it's the yeah. fucking highlight <laughs> of the day. That's why I'm here. Uh, Come on! I've told I've got I've got eleven million followers on Instagram, man. I've told them all. You're gonna fuck up my plans, right? If I've told them all that I'm gonna be here today shooting you a Ziggy, I, I missed it last year because the blood from the flamingo actually got in my eyes last year. That's why I'm wearing the safety goggles right. this year. I wondered about that. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, to make sure they didn't get in my eyes, I got a little bit in my mouth. That was fine. I like that, but wow. rub some over my dick. But I didn't get one in my eyes. But I, I missed it last year. It got to come on, man. Yeah. Don't fucking do me like that, do me Caligula. A solid. Come on, buddy. Come yeah. on. I need to see you in that Ziggy outfit. Yeah. Caligula's like, all right, <laughs> just for fucking you. Fucking hell, yeah. just for you. Oh, my good friend. And so he gets up. And he and his entourage begin to leave. Um, now, yeah, just yeah. in time, according to Josephus, right? Because Josephus says that Correa was about to abandon <laughs> the whole plan <laughs> and return to the theater, yeah, and try and kill Caligula in the theater. Oh. Like, fuck it, I'm just going to do it right now. <laughs> Go right ass. here. Fucking kill yeah, him. I don't care what happens. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I love liberty. Yeah, he was just going to start stabby, stabby, jabby, jabby right there in front of the fuck everybody. So, yeah. yeah. So the point is the party is now walking. You've got Caligula, but in front of Caligula is Claudius, his uncle. And also with Claudius is uh, Caligula's brother-in-law, uh, Marcus Vinicius, again, who was married to Julia Lavilla, and his friend um, Valerus Asiaticus, the guy who said his... His wife was really bad in bed. So they're going along and they're getting closer and closer and closer to one of the exits to go into a narrow tunnel to go back to the palace. Now, the crowd was held back to show respect for the emperor. Hell yeah. But in reality, obviously, the conspirators wanted to keep the people uh, uh, in between them and the rest of the Praetorian Guard as much Ooh, as possible. Right. Now, of course, Caligula, uh, sorry, Claudius is there, and they're planning on killing Claudius as well. Mm-hmm. They're going to they're gonna take him out as well as Caligula. Again, which suggests that this isn't about getting rid of Caligula. Oh. This is about ending the Julio-Claudian right. monarchy. Good point. We're not, they're, they're not even going to leave Claudius there. They're getting rid of him, too, is the plan. Yeah. Doesn't doesn't go well, but that's the plan. That's why he's there. Gotcha. Now, it gets a little bit confusing at this stage. Caligula follows behind an individual whose name is confused in the Josephus manuscripts. He usually gets called Paulus Aruntius, mm-hmm. which sounds... Similar to Lucius Aruntius Camillus Scribonianus, I mentioned above, who tries to overthrow Claudius a year later. Right. Might be the same guy, and there's just a corruption in the name, might be related to that guy, but, you know, it suggests that there's like he's part of this cons- overall conspiracy plot to get rid of the Julio Claudians. Yeah. 
For some unknown reason, Caligula decides to take a shorter route than he normally did to the baths in the palace. And so the guys up front go one way and he goes another way. And they're like, right. what happened to the guy that was supposed to kill? I thought, <laughs> who's keeping an eye on the, the target? The target's gone, baby. gone away. Yeah. Gone. And, and the great irony was that the other route that the other ones was, was taken, or maybe it's not ironic if you think about the end results, that way was guarded. The way Caligula is going now, did he decide on his own? Did someone tug at his elbow? This unknown person, we don't know. But the point is he's going down a passageway that has no guards. But it does have a group of young performers yeah. from sort of the Asian provinces mm-hmm. who were going to take part in the show. We don't really know what they were going to do, but Caligula asked them to perform for him right. in the hallway. Yeah. He had a conversation with them, was yeah. impressed, asked them to perform for him, and the leader said he had to decline because he had a chill. Now, no one knows more about these performing artists from Asia than you do, Cam, but to to practice in a small, narrow passageway that I think is, maybe it's not temporary, maybe the construction of the stage is temporary, but it just seems like it's a very weird place for them to be practicing uh, when there might have been more room in the palace itself. What do you yeah, think? Yeah, look, I've... I've performed in many passageways, as you know, Ray, in my time. <laughs> chill or no chill. Cam is always on his game and on his knees. <laughs> <clears throat> now, uh, yeah, look, I, 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 I think there's something else going on here. Yeah. I think this group of performers was a, what's the word I'm looking for? Was a... Uh, distraction? Uh, uh, yeah, well, not a distraction, but a... Okay. a yeah, a, a, a tactic that they used to get Caligula to go down this passageway without guards. Oh, oh hey, hey, oh, dude, have you seen these uh, these these Turkish girls... And what they do with snakes? No. Uh, he goes, oh, shit, there was one of those. <laughs> Legless list, there was one of those at Caligula's palace in Capri. You know, sorry, Tiberius's palace in Capri. Oh, yeah, we've got, they're, they're coming up to do a show. They've got oh, these girls. Show me. Show you, me. you got one with the, like, the, the bike thing that just has, like, <laughs> paddles. The paddles are clipped. Oh, yeah, we got the, oh. we got the clip paddle girl. We've got the legless lizard girl who sticks the legless lizard up over JJ. He goes, oh, oh my God. God. Oh. They're going to be performing yes. right now. They're about to go on. You're going to miss them. But you got, he goes, oh, I, I want to go see that. So they take <laughs> him down the passageway just so he can go, look, can you shove that legless lizard up your vajayjay again? Just because I haven't seen that for years. Yeah. That yeah. was, my, oh, that was the that. greatest. Yeah. Oh, fucking so good. But I tell people about that. They still don't believe me that that to actually happened. Can you show? And she yeah. goes, she goes, well, actually, it's a little bit chilly. The the legless lizard was the chill. She goes, I don't want right. to, you know, I need to the warm drive, it up yeah. a little bit before I do that. Yeah. And he's like, oh. So I think, yeah, they were there to as an excuse to drag him away from the main passageway. Anyway, ah. it's at this exact moment 
that the conspirators attacked. Now, Josephus tells us that Correa asked for the password, and Caligula, as his want, and I think we've established this, had a sense of uh, a body humor, uh, gives another disparaging response for the password, to which Correa strikes the emperor. Wait, 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 between- wait. There's a why yes. why 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 why. There's yeah. a problem with this story. What's the problem with this story? Why would he be asking for the password now? Yes, there's no fucking guards. Josephus just told right. us there were no guards in this passageway. Oh, why is Korea asking the... for a password? Who's he going to pass it on to because there's no one else to pass it on to? There's no guards. Yeah, and why is Right. You know, if there's no guards there's a password. You have a password when you have guards protecting something and somebody tries to pass through and they ask you for right. the password. I mean, why they're asking Caligula for the password, I don't fucking know anyway because he's it's not like, like well, maybe you, you yeah. shouldn't be allowed here. He's Caligula. Why does Caligula... Fuck well, you, his- that's my password. <laughs> Should be Caligula's password. Like, here's my dick. Well, he's just grabbing his... Here's the fucking password. It's his safety, so he gets to make up the password. That's the way they've been doing it and I think they normally did it around the eighth hour of Wikipedia is to be believed. So maybe it was just an excuse to walk up to Caligula in a disarming kind of way. Made more sense to me if Caligula was asking them for the password so they knew that they were real guards and not fake guards. But maybe that's the whole thing. Maybe when they would ask him for the password, he'd go, fuck you, that's the password. I'm fucking Caligula. Just let me through. Get out of my fucking way. Dipshit, right. don't recognize me with my <laughs> stunning <Blame>. blue eyes. And <laughs> right. Dressed up as David Gold. Bowie. Who else is going to be dressed up as David Bowie, dipshit? No, Let me through. No one else is allowed to on the pain of death. Yeah, yeah. But this, so this, so, this, this is one of the problems yeah. with Josephus. He's going, there's no guards. Oh, then yes. the guards asked for a password. Like, well, fucking pick a story and stick to it, Josephus. Anyway, please, please yeah. continue. And, and, and you're right, because one of the criticisms is, was that, if I remember correctly, Josephus seemed to be weaving two different stories together. And there are other versions we're going to get to in just a moment. So supposedly, Correa is there, comes up behind uh, Caligula, says, what is the password? Caligula, being a dick, gives him a smart-ass answer. And then that's when Correa takes out a sword, strikes him between the shoulder and the blade. But this is not a killing blow. And all the sources agree, at least on this part, this is not the killing blow. Caligula is groaning in pain. He tries to get up or he tries to escape. And this is when Cornelius Sabinus, the tribune, either pushes him or hits him to the ground. And this is when the other people that were with Correa come up and start jabby, jabby, stabby, stabby all over Caligula um, numerous times like you saw at the end of the movie. Then we started with this series. So that's Josephus' version right. has problems. Uh, Suetonius knows of two accounts of the death. Mm-hmm. One is basically that Correa creeps up behind Caligula while he's talking to the uh, legless lizard sex troupe. <laughs> Dabs him in the neck, crying out, Hock Arge! Which means apparently either take that or pay attention in Latin. Right. And is followed by Sabinus, who stabs him in the chest. Uh, Now, that makes more sense to me than what's the password, right? Right. Because, again, there's no reason if he's going down this passageway without a guard to have a password. 
The other yeah. account... The other account that Suetonius knows of is that Caligula gives the password Jupiter and then Korea Korea responds with Akape Ratum, which we don't really know what that means, but the one translation is possibly something like accept the fulfilment of your vow and drove Mm -hmm. his sword through the emperor's jaw. God damn. Yeah. So there's various but, versions of this. Is the point? But but again, the main thing is that Correa struck the first blow. It wasn't it wasn't mortal. And then um, Sabinus comes up, delivers. As far as we know, made e- either the death blow or a much more serious blow. But the point is, Caligula is wounded. He's on the ground. There's no way he's getting up. He doesn't have his guards to defend him. He's outnumbered. And and this is the beginning of the end of Caligula. Now, the fact that there are various versions of this story is interesting in and of itself. Josephus and mm-hmm. Suetonius are writing roughly the same time. Like, Josephus finished his antiquities, I said before, in 94. Uh, Suetonius finished the 12 Caesars around 120, 121, I think, CE. So there's about 30 right. years between them writing this. Um you know, we have to imagine that there are contemporary accounts of, of the death of Caligula that have survived that 50 to 80 years, not a long period of time. Um, mm-hmm. And some of the people involved in the conspiracy survived the conspiracy. Right. Claudius was fucking there, supposedly. Yeah. So and Claudius not only survives, he's the emperor, and he writes a history which these guys must have had access to. Mm. And yet, of those three versions, Josephus and the two, Josephus's version, which, as you said, might be a couple blended, and Suetonius's two versions, they're all over the place. Yes. So how did these guys not know what happened? I mean, maybe Claudius's account differed from the accounts given by... Uh, I don't know, uh, uh, Correa later or, or right. Vinicianus or, or, or some other soldiers that were there. Don't know. Um, Sabinus. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I know in the heat of the moment, people remember things differently. Sure. Uh, PTSD on behalf of Claudius. Maybe he was in shock. Black. I don't know. But the, the, we don't know really what happened here. But my favorite part is, and I won't jump too far ahead, is that Dio gets back involved and takes it to a whole new level by saying the assassins ate some of Caligula's flesh. So you go from a murder to save the Republic to zombie cannibalism. I don't know, um, but I, I'm doubting that. And I'm wondering if Dio said, this is probably not true, but I heard this rumor. But the fact that he wrote it, I don't know, that's, that's very odd to me. Because he, he probably doesn't believe it himself. He got confused, I think, because what I heard happened mm-hmm. was when Caligula rose three days later and visited <laughs> these guys, he said, eat this bread, it is my flesh. Right? That makes more sense. That I think <laughs> That makes complete sense, of course. I think you've, I think you've figured it out. Oh, and just on a side note, as far as we know, Caligula was stabbed at least 30 times. The Julius Caesar, I think, was stabbed 23 times. So Caligula wins the stabby, stabby, jabby, jabby contest. Yeah, uh, uh, and, and, you know, both of them, Gaius Julius Caesar and Gaius Julius Caesar Augustus Germanicus. Mm-hmm. 
stabbed roughly 30 times by conspirators led by a man named Cassius. Yes. Ooh. Ooh. Like Poetic. Yes. Poetic. I like where it's going. Uh, um, now... Getting back to the eating the flesh thing, the other theory I read was maybe it was to prove he wasn't a god. Jesus said, eat my flesh to prove that I'm a god. Right. As my friend Bob Price points out, Dr. Robert M. Price, well, obviously, this is a story about, this is a story that comes from an agricultural Mystery religion, like Osiris, the god of the grain, where when you eat the grain, you are in fact eating the body of the god. And when you drink the wine, that is the blood of Dionysus, a wine god. So this is obviously evidence that early Christianity was a syncretism of pagan agricultural religions with Judaism. Good friend of yours, is he? Kidding yeah, yeah, he's in my film. He's the guy, okay. big fat guy with a beard. Oh, from yeah, so, yeah. Uh, North, North North Carolina. Carolina. Yeah. yeah, cool. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Wow, that's my impression of Robert M. Price. Yeah. Um, now, the only people to come to his defence were his litter bearers. <laughs> they literally right tried to defend him with their litter poles, <laughs> and it didn't take. No, but it shows us that at least some of his, the little people, the retinue, right. liked him enough to defend him. Like if he's a complete cunt, yeah. you would think that his litter bearers, everyone close to him would be like, hey, have at it, man. Like right. seriously, here, take my pole, yeah. stab yeah. him with that. Shut Can I get in? Ass. Can yeah. I get in there? Cause, like a whack. Yeah, come on, man. Like, yeah, come on. Fuck this guy. <laughs> But the fact that these guys, again, according to the uh, sources, tried to defend him from his assassins, yeah. I think, is, is, speaks speaks a lot. Yeah. Or, or mm-hmm. they thought if he doesn't die, and we don't see, <laughs> we aren't seen to be defending him. Yeah, we're gonna be in trouble. Then we're yeah. then we're then we're in on it. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, what happened then, Ray? So the passages back to the theater are blocked by attendants and bodyguards. So the assassins know there's no freaking way they're going to get out that way. They head into the palace. They go into what has been called the House of Germanicus, but really it's just one of the individual houses that helps make up the palace complex. But the point is now it's fucking mayhem. Everybody's running around. The guards are looking for the killers. And this is when the Nikianus is grabbed by the Praetorians, and as far as we know, he's not involved in the plot. It depends on which source you believe. He is taken to Clemens, the prefect of the guard, who is involved in the plot, and the Nikianus is released. But another interpretation of that is the Nikianus just freaks out and he seeks Clemens' protection. But the point is, it's mayhem, it's rumors, they're screaming, the, the German guards are about to get involved. They don't know who's guilty, who's not. And as far as I know, and I'm married to a German, when in doubt, they just start fucking slashing. That's probably what's going to happen. <laughs> By the time the Praetorians get to the body, led by a Thracian gladiator, not a German, led by Sabinus, not the same Sabinus involved in the plot, Different Sabinus, the assassins had escaped. 
Now, when the Germans saw what happened, as you say, they just lost their shit <laughs> and they just started hacking and slaying anyone right. they could find. Germans. Several of the assassins apparently were found and killed, but so were some innocent bystanders, including okay. right. Mr. Flamingo Blood Instagram <laughs> account himself, Asprenus. They what? see him yeah. covered in blood, kneeling oh. by the body yeah, yeah. of Caligula. Yeah. And they cut off his head. God dang. Yeah. And because, I mean, it's. It might be circumstantial evidence, but it's looking pretty good to them at the heat of the moment. So he goes down. Another uh, another person is Norbanus that gets killed, who who does fight back, but the Germans just hack him to pieces as well. So people are starting to fall. Like you said, some of the conspirators did die, but innocent people did as well, because now it's fucking mayhem. Well, Norbanus was in on it, though, and he was the guy that convinced him to leave the right. theater. Right, but I'm sure so there's others. So he gets... Yeah. He gets what's coming to sure. him. Yeah. Sure. They, they cut off his head too, and they started parading these guys' heads around. A guy called Antaeus was also killed. We don't know anything about him, but his father uh-huh. had the same name, uh, of the same name, was driven by Caligula into exile and later executed. Oh. So he might have been involved in the conspiracy. Yeah. Uh, Josephus says his mistake was he spent too long enjoying the sight of the dead body. He was just, he was like, he was pulled his dick out. He was jerking off onto the body. <laughs> not, not yet, almost um, done. And which, then he was, yeah. Which in itself is fine, <laughs> but, uh, you know, yeah. you don't want to be, you don't want to, he just, he just couldn't get it off right. before the guard came. He thought he had more time. So that's a, let that be a listen to you, looky lose. Uh, don't just stand around and stare at a body. Put it back in your pants and get the fuck out of there. Now, a number of the assassins were saved by a physician called Alcyon. He smuggled them out into another passageway. Mm. Now, it's interesting, again, that Josephus admits that it wasn't like when news started to spread that Caligula was dead, that there was universal joy on behalf of the people. He says many people, in fact, were stunned and shocked and upset by it. Right. Which is a what, normal what response. What does that mean, Ray? Well, it's a normal response to a murder or an accident or or, or a, a violent killing or whatever. But again, we were saying in, in a lot of previous shows, as far as the average people are concerned, they love Caligula. They love Germanicus. They love the family that he came from. They think well of him. There's been a lot of games. There's been a lot of uh, uh, construction pro- projects. So there's jobs. So the, so the average Joe on the street probably thinks well of Caligula, and now they've been, they hear that he's been brutally murdered. I mean, at the very least, they should be stunned. But I'm sure a lot of them are stunned and crying and very sad at the same time. Yeah, and it's never a good thing when your king gets killed in the middle of the street. Good, that good never point. Good ushers point. in That's a bad peace e- and prosperity. Right, right. Yeah. But, of course, what they don't know is I'm sure the assassins have a very carefully thought through plan here for transition of power right. and it's going to go very Swimming. smoothly right because they're because they're you know they're being inspired by Yahweh according to Josephus and they're the noblest of all Romans right. so yeah. I'm sure like Brutus and Cassius back in Jesus's day I mean Julius Caesar's day uh, they've got it all <laughs> sorted out yeah I imagine the second that Caesar's dead one guy looks up at another guy and goes okay now what I don't know. I thought you had a plan. Hey, does anybody have a plan? 
fuck me, everybody run. That's the plan. And that's kind of what's going on here. Where's Barry and Stan? Right. We, we put them in charge of... <laughs> they cashed my check. I don't know where they're at. Uh, Barry? Yeah. Stan? Anyone... Aruba? Where's this Aruba <laughs> that their last letter came from? What's Where's coconut it? oil? Anyway, they're not here. <laughs> now, rumors went around that Caligula had survived and was being treated for his wounds and would be soon giving a speech at the forum. And really, this was all just a test of people's loyalty. Oh, good game. The good. Germans apparently finally calmed down when they believed that the people were really shocked right. at the assassination. Yeah. But Caligula wasn't the only one to be assassinated. Yeah. Josephus says that the tribune Lupus was sent to the palace to eliminate Sazonia and their daughter, baby yeah. daughter Julia Drusilla. But there's problems with this story, Ray. What are the problems with this story? Well, yeah, we've got several different versions. We've got the timeline is messed up. It doesn't make sense. Supposedly, when Lupus finds her, Sasonia, she is stretched over her husband's body. There's she's got his blood on her her gown or whatever. Their daughter is nearby there. And that's when Lupus walks up with the sword kills her, kills the wife, and then takes Drusilla, and as we've seen in the movie, bashes her head against a wall until she is dead. But the problem is that Josephus, out of all the sources, is the only one that gives us any indication of time, and he says it was in the evening, only after the Senate had an emergency meeting. But this makes no sense, because why in the hell would you give Sasonia that much time? She might try to escape. She might try to gather adherents and start killing senators. The palace would have been on lockdown by the Praetorian guards after the killing, so it's unlikely that Lupus waited hours to kill her and the daughter that much later. Yeah, she would be under a guard of Praetorian guards. I mean, it it just makes no sense. And again, Josephus, and of course, you know, Josephus is the main non-Christian source for evidence of the existence of Jesus. Right. People always point to Josephus. But when you when you read more of Josephus, you remember, I don't know if you do remember, when we did the Alexander show, I pulled out a bit of Josephus where he says that at one point Alexander, when he was in uh, Judea, uh, he went and bowed down before Yahweh and and told all right. of the uh, Jew Jewish religious leaders that actually Yahweh was the one true God and all of his success was due to the Jewish God and something. They're like, fuck <laughs> off, Josephus. <laughs> yeah, lion cunt. Shut the fuck up. Alexander yeah. never said that. <laughs> so here we, you know, Josephus is full of problems. Now, right. of course, the, the Christians that use Josephus as a source, well, he mentioned... Jesus, obviously, he must exist. First of all, he, 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 um, his, his references, there are two of them. One is generally considered to be fraudulent. The other one considered by some to be fraudulent, by a lot of scholars to be accurate. But um, Josephus isn't uh, uh, meticulous. Right. He's, he's, the more you read of Josephus, you, when there are other sources to compare it to, you realise, eh, Josephus does it. He's all over the place. <laughs> he's loosey-goosey. He's Mr. Liz, his right. middle name. Right. Josephus, Flavius Lucy Goosey Josephus was his name. <clears throat> so you can't really take this guy as yeah. being hardcore. 
Yeah, anyway, so a lot of this doesn't make sense. Her murder also, if, if, if we're to understand that they plan to wipe out the Julio-Claudian yeah. dynasty here, her murder along with Claudius and Julia Drusilla, they all would have had to go. You're right. right. Yeah. So there's no way they're just like, oh, fuck, when, who, who was in charge of killing the <laughs> wife and the kid? Oh, we didn't. <laughs> Damn oh, it, Lupus. I, I did. I remember we were about to vote on that in our last plenary session and then somebody brought in pizza. Yeah. And I uh, then I think, you know, we, yeah, we started doing a conga dance. <laughs> the, the, the tequila came out and I think we, fuck, honestly, my bad on this because yeah. I know I was the chairman of the plenary <laughs> session, but I think I just... Yeah. Last thing I remember, I was getting blown in the right. corner by there someone. A, I don't know. We orgied. So pizza, drink, orgied. Yeah. I don't. I'm sorry. We, we never got to the who's going to kill Sazonia <laughs> <clears throat> bit. Anyway, it doesn't make any sense. It's right. kind of ridiculous. Yeah. Um, uh, interesting, though, that she, I mean, you would think she would be at the theatre with him. Yeah. I mean, if no one loved a little bit of, uh, you know, bear-killing crucified <laughs> guy than Sazonia. I concur. She wasn't there. Uh, we don't know why. Maybe she wasn't feeling well. Maybe the baby wasn't doing well. Right. Maybe she was uh, on a period. We don't know. Maybe sure. she was just had a headache. We were just like, oh, I've seen the whole bear-killing thing before i've yeah. seen you know lots of uh, flamingos being who hasn't stroke slit i i really yeah. I, I i'm really enjoying this book about this jesus guy have you heard about this book that's doing the round <laughs> great fucking story um there's crucifixion in that actually yeah. um pontius pilot though they make him out to be this really good guy and honestly i know pontius pilot and he he's a dick uh, yeah, i don't know so. why they're making him out to be this nice guy who loves the jews fucking hates the no one hates the jews more than pontius pilot like he 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 goes around saying stuff like nailed it which is not funny when you're crucifying <laughs> Jews all the time, you know, and he talks about the Jew hammer. I mean, seriously, uh, uh, I don't know appropriate how he gets away with it. Like, I hate the Jews as much as anyone, but really, this guy is such a racist. Hambo, Hambo, where you been? I he thinks that uh, Nazi sexy. Yeah, I don't know, man. Like, anyway, where was I? Sazonia. Yes. Yeah. (sighs) Fucking. <laughs> now, before evening, Caligula's body was taken to the gardens of the Lamiae, it's an imperial property on the Esquiline mm-hmm. Hill, just out of the Aww. city limits. Arrangements were apparently made by his old friend, Herod Ooh. Agrippa, who was still in Rome and remained loyal through okay. to the end. He went to the Esquiline to take care of the corpse and give right. it a cremation and a sort of buried it. Uh, so there was no big ceremony. Yeah. Just quickly burn it, bury it, take care of it. A bit like the Russians did to Hitler. That's my motto. And, but it, but this is going to turn out to be a temporary grave because when Caligula's surviving sisters return from their exile, they're going to exhume the body and give it a proper cremation. I guess it's a reburn, like refried beans, I'm not sure, with all the rituals and burial. So they're going to do it up proper when they get back. And what happened to his ashes then? Um, that, my friend, is the $64,000 question. We don't know his final resting place. Maybe 
It's in the mausoleum of Augustus. It was put in there. Who knows? Maybe they snorted it. I wasn't there. Hmm. I mean, I think uh, Claudius probably would have respected put it. it in there. Yeah, he would have respected it. Yeah. Because that's the game. That's I mean, the game. Caligula treated him like shit, but, uh, you know, what are you going right. to do? He had, a, he had a rough childhood, <clears throat> Claudius would have said. He had a rough childhood. Right. Come on, cut him, cut him some right. slack. I had a rough childhood. My mother uh, used to make fun of me in public, yeah, so I know what that. it's like. I know what it's yeah. like. What happened to all of the remains from of the mausoleum of Augustus, right? Oh, God. Didn't they take that down to build something else? I honestly can't remember. We were there. Yeah, I know. We stood out the front of yeah, it. Yeah, I know. How could it have been hey, taken no down? No more embarrassed than me. Or maybe I'm getting something else was taken down for the Colosseum. I think I'm getting my stones mixed up. Stuff was taken out of the Pantheon, Pantheon. during the Renaissance by the Popes. Um, no, the Mausoleum uh, of Augustus fell into disrepair, but it was attacked by the Goths. Fucking Goths. In 400 and whatever it was, 10, Seven, whenever the sack of Rome oh. was. Okay. And uh, they uh, they dispersed all of the cremated ashes right. of the Germans. Caesars. Yes. Now, of course, as I mentioned before, the assassins searched for Claudius. Now, he was with the party leaving the theatre, somehow managed to escape during the jabby-jabby. Right. With his one good leg and one good arm, he managed to <laughs> limp away. Right. Hid and was found later. But uh, the assassins didn't find him. Fortunately for Claudius, he was found by a soldier, Gratus, who didn't charge any money for finding right. him. <laughs> and uh, he found Claudius hiding behind a palace curtain whisked him out of the city, no charge, on the house, uh, right. to a faction of the Praetorian Guard that wanted to maintain the monarchy. Uh, they, they were at a nearby camp, and uh, that is all we know about what happened to Claudius. Fabius Rusticus and Cluvius Rufus later wrote histories that condemned Caligula's rule, mm. but they are now lost. Uh, Caligula's sister, Agrippina the Younger, wrote an autobiography about him when she came back from exile. That, too, right. is lost, and as he sent her into exile, along with her sister, we can't imagine that would have been very positive. Right. Uh, Claudius wrote uh, a history. That's lost. Oh, I smell conspiracy. So, yeah. Yeah. And the sections of Tacitus that would have dealt with Caligula's reign are also lost. You know who I blame? Jesus. Jesus? Jesus. Yeah. yeah. We'll investigate yeah. that. Jesus. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, that, Ray, is the story of oh, Caligula. Um, yeah. Let's take a few moments now. Yeah. At the end and talk about, you know, Caligula, where we started to where we right. finished. Oh, my how God. Have, how has your view of Caligula changed, if at all? 
Oh, it, it definitely has. I think after everything we've been through that um, he came to power too soon. He had the wrong temperament. He didn't have the right experience. He um, did not do a very good job. He had the love of the people at first. He had some money, but uh, I don't know if it's because of what he saw at uh, Capri that he blows a lot of money and then there's a lot of stress when you don't have a lot of money and he just starts making bad decisions. I think he was a normal guy, spoiled little shit, in the wrong position, and some senators who were a lot more clever and crafty than he was tried to take advantage of his relative weakness and remove him, and he did the best he could. This insanity, um, incest, uh, torture, kill, the whole horse thing in the Senate is all bullshit to make him look bad because the writers had other agendas. Um, but it's very different from from watching the movie that we did for the first three episodes. So I have come full circle, but it takes a, a deep examination of the sources to make that journey. And I think you understand what full circle means. Okay, that's not... I'm going to edit that out. That's hurtful. <laughs> full circle means you've ended where you started. Did okay, you end where you shy. start or did you 180 okay. degrees? I, I 180 I had a full circle and I halved it. So now I have two half circles. What the fuck am I going to do with the second <laughs> one? Do you want to borrow it? Did you come 180? Then fuck off. I did Sorry. come 180. Okay. I, <laughs> you went full circle, then you kept going because you hadn't read my email. You didn't know where we were supposed to stop. Right. And so you went, ended up 180. That's, that's uh, exactly what happened. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, look, uh, yes. Uh, look, I didn't know much about Caligula, honestly, apart from the film and um, right. general general uh, stuff that you absorb through osmosis. Mm-hmm. Um, but having spent 24 hours now talking about Caligula and, you know, uh, let's say average of, uh, two, three hours preparing for each of those hours, let's say I've spent 75 to a hundred hours studying mm-hmm. Caligula in the last six months. When did right. we start Caligula? Uh, I don't know. Um, I think it was what? I don't we do three episodes a month. We've done 24, so it's about eight months, roughly. Right. In the last eight months, I have spent, I'd say, an average of 75 to 100 hours studying the life of Caligula. As a result of that, I would say, I think, yeah, I, I feel sorry for the kid, honestly. Um, I think yeah. he never had a chance. He was, I mean, it would have taken. Uh, an extremely confident mm-hmm. person to have managed being, the, you know, the emperor that he was supposed to be successfully. Right. The expectations. Uh, y- yeah. You, you've yeah. got a kid who was born into royalty. His mother was the daughter of... Agrippa mm-hmm. uh, and Julia. So she was the granddaughter of Augustus. Yeah, the one I know. Is that right? Germanicus, yeah. Augustus, granddaughter? Yeah. 
Would have made Checks it a lot on. easier when I was doing my family tree earlier. <laughs> His mother was the granddaughter of Augustus. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was born during you know, the pinnacle of Augustus's rule. His father, very popular general. Then it all goes to hell in a handbasket. Uh, well, first of all, his grandmother gets sent into exile. Right. Then his great-grandfather dies. His fucking grandmother's second husband becomes emperor, starts treating his family like shit. His father gets killed. His mother and his brothers get treated like shit. His mother yeah. and brothers get sent into exile. They then later killed. Um, it, it all starts to go uh, very badly for him. Uh, mm-hmm. he, he, he lives under the constant threat of he's next. He only, oh, yeah. The only reason he didn't get killed when his older brothers did is because he was too little to be a right. threat. He gets older, you know, if we're to believe some of the sources, orders were given to uh, Macro to kill him from time to time in the later years of Tiberius's rule. He didn't do it because he knew that Tiberius wasn't long for the world and he wanted to put this kid on the throne because he thought he could Mm. control him. So uh, here he is, up to his early 20s. His life has been part royalty, part you could die at any minute. Living with the, the pressures and the anxieties of that a crippling must have been crippling. The, the just the anxiety of that it must have just been hell to live under. On one hand, you're a fucking prince of the realm. You're mm-hmm. living in the lap of luxury. Everything you want: wealth, slaves, sex, food, booze. Injecting yeah. the best Colombian cocaine <laughs> into your fucking eyeballs. You've got it all. <laughs> Snorting cocaine right. off of hookers' tits. Uh. I'm the flip jealous. side is your crazy great grand grandmother's fucking second husband and his underling Sianus could have you killed at the blink of an eye right. or thrown into a fucking torture chamber. Yep. So it's 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 got to be terrifying to live under. Then the old guy dies. You you survive long enough to take control. And you you decide you're going to open things up again. You're going to give the Senate power. You quickly find out not only are the Senate useless, mm-hmm. like a like a, a a stump or a limb of somebody who's been in a coma for forty years. <laughs> you, you you find right. out that in fact a lot of them have decided and did decide well before you came to when you were still a little kid during the reign of Tiberius and Sianus that this whole imperial experiment has to end. They want to bring back the Republic and they've decided they're going to kill you in order to do that. So then you start, you know, you're uncovering conspiracies, luckily left, right and centre, you're killing people off. Then people are saying, oh, look at him. He's gone crazy. He's killing people. You're going, no, no, no. I'm just trying to stop them from killing me. This is self-defense. They're like, oh, he's fucking crazy. Look, he's killing people. He he, he said he was going to make his horse a senator. Well, I was joking. I was, we were all pissed at the time. Oh, and they just start making up these stories. He was banging his sister. No, I wasn't. (laughs) Well, you probably would have. I don't know. (laughs) You're crazy. So he's defending himself um, right. and, 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 and basically 
he decides, fuck all y'all, I'm going to get out of here and go to Alexandria, and then they, they kill him. Yeah, finally. That, I think, is the story of Caligula. Born into a clusterfuck, the first, ro- the first born into royalty guy to have his hands on the throne. You know, it goes a bit... Yes, okay, he builds pleasure barges. Yes, he spends a lot of money on, on building his own version of sex palaces, but do you blame him? He's, he's yeah. rich and powerful. Right. He can have everything he wants. He's richy rich. And he's got yeah, Ferraris and Lambos and, and right. hookers. He's, 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 he's Hunter Biden. You know, he's just knocking Whatever up hookers, cocaine, corrupt deals with Ukrainian fucking <laughs> autocrats. I don't do it, too. He goes, doesn't matter. My daddy will get me off. He's my yeah. dad. He's fucking Joe Biden, man. No one's going to believe that he knew anything. Don't worry about it. It's all good. I can do whatever I want. Yeah, and I will. He's he's a, he's a mixture of Hunter Biden and uh, Donald Jr. just shooting rare white rhinos, <laughs> posting photos of it up on his Instagram. Yeah, yeah, I killed a rhino. <laughs> uh, I was going to use my bare hands, but they wouldn't let me. I'm surprised Caligula lasted as long as he did. So, I don't know, good for him. Yeah, well, I feel bad for him, and I feel like he's been misrepresented yeah. By history, and I'm going to make it make it my oh, mission in life to to uh, what do they call it when you re to rehabilitate his right. reputation. Napo- I've already done Napoleon's. Sure, still trying to do. You know, I'm doing Ho Chi Minh, rehabilitate him, uh, Fidel right. Castro, Stalin, and Caligula. Okay, then you can do mine. But Stal- we'll get to that. Stalin. That's my job, is rehabilitating the reputation of history's worst criminals. <laughs> well, that's... Going, something. well, listen, really? Were they that bad? Really? Really? It's all context. If you look closely, were they bad? Yeah, yeah it is all context. Yeah. In all seriousness, these guys are just trying to do the best that they can with what they've been given to achieve yeah. their objectives. Just like we you all know? are. Yeah. Well, so. that's it, boys and girls. We yeah. will be back. We've talked about it. We debated it. Mm-hmm. But we will be back to start our seventh year. Jesus or is Christ. it our eighth year? No, our seventh year of Caesar storytelling with the yeah. Claudius series. I'm going to call it Me Claudius, No You Claudius. <laughs> Okay. And uh, <laughs> if you were like uh, Riley and Megan, they said, should we watch the Caligula film again? <laughs> and I said, well, we, you know, we, 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 we're going to dispel a lot of the things that happened in the end of the film. Right. So not for historical reasons, but if you're just watching it because you want to watch something dirty and nasty, oh, then go right ahead please. and... Megan, God bless us, said, uh, yeah, why else would we be watching it? And I was like, all right, love you guys. Go go do it. Yeah. Yeah. All right, well, we will be back uh, in in a few weeks. Oh, my God. Fuck me. Don't move. Hold still. I can do it all day long. I'm going to need a moment. Okay, hold on. 
Okay, go ahead. There's pile driver, the sledgehammer. Love the juice. My goal is to fuck so hard. Here I come, ladies. My stage name, bitch. <laughs>